So the big question is this. How does a powerful, high-achieving woman who's successful in every part of her life, except with men, dating, and relationships, meet, attract, and create that healthy relationship that lasts with the right man? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Barry Price, and welcome to Her Dating and Relationship Secrets. Secret 183, your best decision maker with men. I remember uh, a time when I was trying to decide whether or not to stay with my first girlfriend. I went through all of the pros and cons. I reasoned with myself that it had been a long time before I'd gotten my first girlfriend. How long might it be before I found another person? who was not only willing to be with me, but was a decent person. I also knew that we had a lot of incompatibility, so probably it wasn't going to work out. I went back and forth and back and forth. And ultimately, what I was doing was overthinking it. I was using what had worked for me in every other part of my life, my brain, my smarts, my intellect, the thing I got rewarded for in school, the thing that I would later be rewarded for in the working world. But I hadn't realized yet that my greatest rewards, my biggest decisions, typically came when my gut, my intuition knew something, but my head didn't have evidence to explain it yet. I couldn't justify it yet. So I would talk myself out of great gut instincts or talk myself into bad decisions through my thinking instead of trusting my best decision maker, my intuition and my gut. I'm here to remind you that in your life, if you look back, probably the the scariest, but biggest decisions, biggest leaps you've made, the biggest breakthroughs, things that maybe to your mind, you couldn't fully justify, but you just needed to, or you knew it, or you felt it, those typically lead to the biggest positive breakthroughs in our lives. It leads to the the most life-changing decisions in our lives. You know, I was interviewing Joe Crosby, the creator of Spiritual Singers, Singles, Conscious Singles, and other sites for a summit that I did last year. And one of the things that she encouraged people to do before they would get on to any dating site, and I would say before you do anything dating related, even if it's a face-to-face event or a date, is just take a moment to close your eyes and get still and connect with the feeling that you want to have in that relationship. How do I want to feel when I'm around that ideal person? Basically visualizing, imagining, feeling your way through the end result. We do this in sports and business. Picture yourself already getting the job or hitting the home run. But it's the same idea. It's setting the intention, feeling it, and then getting quiet and going on the date or going online and trusting the feeling you have inside. If you feel drawn to a person from that place, not from the old place of, wow, he's hot or attraction or something else that used to pull you to people, but from that place, that healthy, intuitive instinct that you have, not overthinking it, not overruling it, not talking yourself into things 
or out of things. Look, we overthinkers are our own worst enemies. It's our thinking that got us into most of those situations. But our gut, our intuition is always right when we can hear it without fear getting in the way. Every time I start with a new client who's been married and divorced, I ask them, say, was there any clue before the marriage, before you got got married to him, did you have any hint of what would ultimately break you up? Were there any red flags? And they always say, absolutely, yes. By the way, in case you just noticed, we have a little bit of background noise because we're going for a walk in Venice. My intuition knew I needed to move, so I did this. I wonder, what do you do while you listen to these? Do you sit still? Do you like to do it while you're doing an activity, while you're in the, the kitchen or driving to work? Do you do it while you're working out? So that idea of my intuition, really being able to, to hone in and hear my intuition, that became the way I, I began to make my decisions. When you start to think too much, you start to overanalyze. You'll talk yourself into staying with someone you shouldn't. You'll talk yourself out of going on the date with the person you feel pulled to going on the date with. But separating your fearful impulses from your healthy intuitive impulses is often the biggest deterrent to trusting ourselves and trusting that intuition. Because those clients who I asked about being divorced and if there were any inklings, all of them always said, yes, absolutely. But I talked myself into marrying him anyway. So I told myself, well, it'll, it'll change or he won't be that way. Or they talked themselves out of their concerns. They minimized, they dismissed it. Maybe it's not really happening or I think it's exaggerated. It'll be fine. Every divorce was built on the foundation of dismissing their own intuition. They already knew. They already knew it would fail. They already knew exactly why, and they were already right. Don't talk yourself into things with your mind, your brain. Our brain really is the stupidest thing at love. And the smarter we are, the more we overuse that brain. It's the wrong tool for this job. doesn't mean you have to do things in a a quote-unquote dumb way, you can be aware, you can use your mind, but use your mind secondary to trusting your heart and your intuition. Now, if your heart and intuition have been wounded, then you've got to work on healing those, or you have a miscalibrated instrument. Your heart will, will guide you to people who remind you of those who wounded you in the past, or it will guide you towards fantasy and infatuation. Do the healing work. Do that deep healing work so you can trust your most accurate decision maker, which is you, your heart, your intuition, your gut. It's great to be smart, but in matters of the heart, don't come from your head. Thanks for joining us. Please remember to rate, subscribe, and also share this with anyone that you think it could help because I'm on a mission to help one million successful women have healthy, lasting relationships.